Hey everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. And this is Tyler. And this is Trey. And today we are watching One Punch Man Season 2. These are episodes 1 through 6. Uh, again, uh, this is Season 2, not Season 1. Um, and this is a continuation on such a great anime uh, of One Punch Man. Uh, it actually took uh, roughly about, like, wasn't like six years for like season two to come out? When did when did season one come out? Do you guys remember? Um, I don't know. It's been forever. I think literally two thousand and fourteen or fifteen. Fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. So yeah, it, it's it's been a while uh since One Punch Man season one came out and it was a very uh desired uh return for a lot of people. Um and we're, of course, going to be diving into this uh, pretty great. Uh, any first impressions you guys want to say uh, regarding Season 2? I like it. <laughs> Trey, what about Sorry. you? Sorry. <laughs> I, okay. I do not like it as much as the first season. I, I would say going into it, I definitely liked uh, Season 2 as much as um, Season 1. Uh, of course, I do have a little bit of issues with the end of season two, but of course, I'll talk about that in uh, the next one, uh, next episode. But overall, um, I actually really enjoyed uh, season two a lot. I, I I miss I don't know. I think season one just had this this something special in it, where because all of the stories were just one or one and a half or two episodes at the most, it felt so much more focused than this season. If that makes sense. Yeah, there definitely was. I felt like how like what was contained in season two was significantly less than season one, uh, and of course, I mean it is pretty dang obvious um, of that. Um, I don't think that actually hurt the season, though. To be honest, I think this is more of a personal preference thing, especially on my end. Um, I just, I loved how fast paced the first season was. It felt like there was, like I said last episode, you know, more happened in those those twelve episodes of One Punch Man that has happened in the entirety of one. Right. Also, is Tyler dead? No, I'm just having audio issues. It finally, I think, cleared up. Convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I like this season. Like, I, I like it's a change of pace. I like that it's focusing on more than just... Because I feel like season one established, he is one punch man. One punch, folks. That's it. Where this is like, all right, he's still a person, and we're going to delve into those aspects of of him, and we're going to look at other characters as well, more than we did in the first season. It is nice that other people are getting getting a chance to shine, like like Genos. Genos oh, finally Genos. does. Yeah, I, I really like the fact that it was more story driven in season two, and and uh, I completely agree uh, with Tyler. Though I mean, like uh, where season one, you definitely get uh, jumping in right into the One Punch Man world uh, and get all of this information um, to establish itself. And then season two, I think, was the perfect uh, jump-off point to be able to then create a story um, out of that world that they created. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think it's... I'm s I don't even know how to articulate how I feel about it. I still like it a lot. <laughs> 
it's One Punch Man. It's hard not to like. But I don't know. I think this is like an 85 out of 100, where the first season was a 95 out of 100. So do you think it was um, maybe like due to the lack of fights in season two that that didn't bring it up to uh, to a 95? You know, Anton, I think you're right there. I think it's because we saw so many giant things that were dealt with. Where in this one, I mean, really, it's just the giant centipede monster that Metal Bat fights. That's it's like a giant monster threat. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. I mean, I, I just I feel like maybe this season's less serious because Saitama's not doesn't have to be there to save the day. So right. it just feels like lower lower stakes, like a step down almost in in the intensity factor. Right. Yeah, I think this. This season could have done having whatever happens in season three happening in this season. Like, if we were only seeing, like, episodes one through 12 was only half of season two. And then whatever is episode um, one through whatever of season three would be, like, the second half. Because I feel like it's it's going to be definitely building into that. But we don't see too crazy stuff. Like we don't see Boros level monsties. Yeah. I think what would have probably brought it up to is on par with season one. I mean, would definitely be more fights. And I'm not, not saying like to the extent that season one had, uh, if they added just a small handful, like maybe Two to three more fights, like over the span of the six, uh, uh, of the of the twelve. I mean, um, I think uh, that would have definitely put it uh, the right amount closer to uh, to season one, where they can still, of course, uh, focus upon the the stories that they were that they're building. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and I think have you guys seen My Hero Academia season two? Have yes. Seen- yeah. Yeah. I think that Garo has been done a disservice by the fact that that season of TV aired first. Because he feels really close to Stained, but I feel like he is... uh, Maybe not a worse version, but not as focused and intense. I thought he was just different, because Stained... Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he was more like... You guys... I, I felt like he was, Stain was more of the philosophy of a mind mask, where he's like, you guys are barely heroes. You're heroes for the sake of recognition. You're not heroes for the sake of being a hero. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. I was actually going to say uh, that he's more like a mind a, a mask. Where Garo, or Garou, whatever his name is, G-Man, was like, monsters are cool too, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you heroes. And I know that their their motivations and stuff aren't exactly the same, but I think it's like I said, it's hard not to compare the two. And I just think that if it had been just the timing had been a little different, it would have been more impactful. I think uh, Garo's is more along the line of kind of like self righteous because essentially he's he's not necessarily a a bad guy. He just feels that uh, like monsters and stuff uh, have 
a, a right to be doing what they're doing and for a hero to tell them not to do that is um wrong because uh when it kind of get, goes towards that flashback that he had um when he's a kid yeah when he's a kid like he he was voting uh, uh rooting for those uh the villains not because they were villains but because they were put into a situation where they had to resort to a villainous acts, um, and then a superhero came in and killed him, like he like uh, like the person was only uh, doing that because his home was attacked and his home is now destroyed, and and so uh, he kind of more along the lines of sympathized with the the monsters, and. Yeah. It's something that happens a little farther because, like I said, I've I've read the manga up to where it's current, mm-hmm. and it's brought up a little later. But Garo talks about how he will save the world by being a giant monster by giving heroes and the people something to fight against to be better. And I think that's maybe what's clouding my my judgment. Okay. I don't know if we're talking about these first six episodes, but that does sound kind of more like stained because it's like. Looking to make the heroes better. Because Stain is basically, correct me if I'm wrong, fighting heroes to like weed out the non-heroic heroes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And Garo's doing it more just to prove that he's been a monster his whole life, but monsters... It's kind of like that, that Wreck-It Ralph. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean that you're a bad guy. Yeah. I think is more what he is attempting to prove. Yeah. Yeah, knowing that, they do sound more similar than what we've seen in season two. So I'm just a little bit, I think, spoiled overall because I, as far as One Punch Man goes, I just, him, one, the guy who writes this and Mob Psycho, I just think he's incredible at what he does. Oh, yeah. And I think so I'm I'm looking forward because I know where this is going and I know it gets pretty intense, but uh, I, I it just doesn't have the sense of urgency that season one did. The stakes aren't as high, but it's building to a point where it will be, and I think it it will be better for it. But I just don't like it as much right now. Yeah, that that build up though to to some uh, something big though uh, is is the main thing that I uh, had an issue with with season two. Uh, but again, that isn't going to be something I'm going to talk about in, in part two because uh, of the conclusion of that. And I'm pretty sure uh, both of you know exactly what I'm going to I'm talking about. So. Nope. Oh, well, well fine. Surprise! <laughs> well, guess, Tyler, you're going to have to wait until part two. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I think my biggest complaint about part two... Since we're uh, being open and honest about this stuff, the animation seemed like it did take a little dip. They switched studios. It wasn't Madhouse who does it anymore. Yeah. Madhouse is too good. No offense to the studio that did season two, but... Nope, offense intended. It was definitely uh, noticeable. And I didn't have any moments where I was watching and I was like, wow, this is fucking crisp. <laughs> like I did when I was watching season one. Like I started to question how good my TV was during season one. Cause I was like, 
This is looks so good. This is like fucking. You would know Anton, but this is like <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Good. Oh my god. Like clean. <laughs> and it was JoJo. still pretty clean in season JoJo. two. I mean, I do, I do admit the the animation in JoJo's is is pretty pretty nice. Beautiful. When I see JoJo's animation, it's similar to what happens when characters eat food in Food Wars. Great. <laughs> <laughs> A foodgasm. Every second of every episode. I, you made me think that with my own mind. I'm so angry. <laughs> You're welcome. On the bright side, like we were talking about earlier, the heroes that get to shine, King is just an incredible addition to the show. Oh, King. And Metal Bat's probably my most favorite S-class hero. Dude, Metal Bat's a fucking chump. You're high. No, not, I, I, not as in chump as in like he's weak. Chump as in like... His personality. He loves okay. his sister. Yeah, he's he loves her too much. Not that it's a creepy way, but it's like, dude, you're you're not setting her up to succeed. You're like babying her. But again, uh, the for the dubbed version, uh, uh, Sam Regal's time to shine. He is uh, he plays Metal Bat uh, on the, for the dubbed version, and uh, in the dubbed version, at least he he did superb, glorious. I think I've done I myself a disservice, and not yeah, I haven't listened to the W. I like Sam Regal, so that's definitely something I should definitely take a look at. Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, when it comes to like the the discussion between subbed versus dubbed, uh, I mean, if someone has a preference, I mean, sure, if you prefer subbed, great. If you prefer dubbed, great. Um, but uh, as well, though, I mean, uh, when it comes to what. I enjoy it's definitely dubbed, and so uh, I definitely have latched on to a few uh, voice actors, and Sam Regal is one of them. And I just recommend like watching uh, uh, almost anything that he does. Uh, K was a really good one, um, or and like uh, uh, Lost Kings, I think it is as well. A couple of those things on Netflix. Is K the one where like the people with colors fight? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really like the first season, but I haven't seen any more of it. Same. Yeah, we we'll definitely have to add that to our list. Then I, I'd really enjoyed K. Uh, that's actually one of the few animes that I've watched more than once, so uh, it's very enjoyable. So, uh, and and the uh, Sam Regal plays the main character in K. I bet he does. He does. So speaking of people who get to shine, Jojo, he's a beast, dude. He's a demon. He's a cyborg. He's a demon cyborg. So I think I have an idea um, of why he we had such a hard time watching him last time in some of this episode. I think it's because he is we were like comparing him directly to Saitama, maybe not on purpose, but I mean, he's like always with him. As Speedo Sound Sonic says, uh, he's always trailing like shit on a goldfish. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
which I hope was not lost in the dub. Because that was one of the best lines in the entire season. Where does he say that? Um, it's when he first, Speed of Sound Sonic first runs into um, Genos. It's like uh, that whole interaction. I don't says, remember that spe- that line specifically. I'll have to re- go back and see. I love the fact that Genos was just ready to merc Sonic. <laughs> just like, yeah. So it, we finally get to see it. I love it. Yeah. And like in season one, it seemed like he was going up against monsters that were maybe out of his league. Where he now has all those upgrades. And I feel like he's fighting monsters and doing things that are more um, in his league. I agree, and I hate to do this, but hold that thought. Can we have a timeout? i got to put my dog to bed. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll be right back. Can you cut this out in post? Yeah, I can definitely do that. Can we edit this in post? <laughs> Thanks, Chief. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, sorry. I know I interrupted talking about how cool Jen this was. <laughs> you better be sorry, goddammit. Now we can talk about it. <sighs> well... God. You know what? Just scrap it. We'll do this some other time. I don't feel like it anymore. You're being the worst. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get back into it. Genos. Um, I feel like he's now fighting monsters and maybe things on his level. Uh, and we're seeing just a better performance out of him. And he is just He's badass now. It's like he unlocked the showering gun and he can finally be this Oscar. (laughs) Fire cyborg jutsu. (laughs) Away. I do definitely like uh, season two Genos more than season one Genos. That is definitely one thing that they did uh, do right uh, even more so um, in season two. Yeah. It's really nice he finally got a chance to shine. Yeah, because like in season one, he just feels kind of like a chump. Yeah, really, yeah. Season, season one's Genos uh, really essentially just goes, uh, he runs into a fight, almost gets destroyed, gets repaired, and he's kind of still at the same point. Yeah. Uh, whereas here in season two, he runs off, actually beats a few people, gets destroyed, comes back, and does better. Yeah. and uh, You know, and maybe it's just because the joke was getting a little old. Of, I'm Janos, and I'll get it, and then he doesn't. But it, yeah. I think it was refreshing to have him step up and be the S-class hero, and it makes this whole season makes the other heroes look really good, which I think, in effect, makes Garo look Way scarier. Yeah, I agree with see, that. After we see Metal Bat like wreck wreck those monsters, and then he fights Garo, and like that, that's kind of. Cool. I was very impressed by Metal Bat, though. I just love the character archetype of, of the big bad tough guy, and he just—I have a Metal Bat. That's my superpower. Dude, what the fuck is that bat made out of? Metal. Metal. What kind of metal? Like metal? Super, metal? super industrial government quality metal. 
Just fucking Louisville Slugger <laughs> aluminum. Bro, I, I, it is a special type of metal because I think he keeps breaking them so the Hero Association like made him an indestructible. Well, didn't like they, they actually like uh, when in season one when he gets um then when they first started getting uh, attacked uh, from space uh, the one dumbass's name I can't remember for some reason right now. Uh, they were saying like the reason why the building was able to withstand such destruction power destructive power is because it's made out of the same metal that metal bat's bat is made out of. So yeah, I have no idea what's. Uh, I thought is. they said that it's the same as uh, or was designed by Metal Knight. I thought it was Metal Bat. I could be wrong though. It's um, one of those metal nerds. It says it was crafted personally for him when he joined the S rank. Uh, because he wanted a bet that would not. Who crafted it? S rank. <laughs> <laughs> the S rank. <laughs> wow. The CEO of S rank. <laughs> He's also the least intelligent out of every S class hero with an intelligent rating of. I however I want to see like one thing like I do kind of want to see out of uh, season three if it comes out uh, it, it within the next ten years, um, it is a little bit more detail on on exactly how some of those crazier superheroes um, heroes became heroes like Mohawken and the Pineapple Dude, like what was their obsession to make them more powerful uh, and and. To cause them to be more pineapple-y or or something like that. People are weird. Dude, he wanted to taste good. That's it. He ate so much pineapple that he turned into a pineapple. Dude, he he ate it for a reason. He was like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> then I have actually a better uh, another question for you. Then why are there no um? There are, there's not that many like monster-looking non-villains. Like, uh, if an obsession is the thing that really um, uh, is uh, technically transforming these people, like, why can't they have like a, a basketball person? Like, for the love of, he loved basketball so much, he became a basketball, and now he coaches a little league team in his town. I see your do. argument, and I raise you one pig god. <laughs> That's maximum stink right there. Also, Watchdog Man, a furry is the most horrific thing that someone can be. He's just standing there, menacingly. <laughs> I like Watchdog Man. I think he's probably like the only exception to furry that I actually like. <laughs> he's not a furry. He's just comfortable. Uh, there's a there's talks in the community that Watchdog Man is just as strong as Saitama. Ooh, like, like there's no proof yet. But there's talks that like he broke his limiter like Saitama did and is infinitely powerful. And he decides to wear a dog costume and stand on a statue. I think Why that's they're just his pajamas. Just rolls yeah. out. Of, just rolls out of bed and just like yeah. Hashtag sure. cozy twenty four seven. It's a mood. I wish I had the confidence. I'll give you the confidence, Chief. Weird. You look great today, sport. 
Thanks, Dad. I go clean your room. All right, uh, King. We kind of started. I have some things I want to talk about with King. Um, he said something creepy. <laughs> when he had the video game, he said, uh, "My body is ready." <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Doki Doki Heart Clubs, whatever. <laughs> um, I thought that was a really good way that they introduced King. Because, like, within like the first ten minutes, it felt like we were already getting to the point of he's not really a hero. And I really, f- <laughs> I felt bad because <laughs> I just, it keeps happening to him. He doesn't ask for this. Yeah. Before uh, he says like, before he knew it, they sent him a letter saying that he's a part of his S class hero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love- was- yeah. I love his uh, the the King Overdrive engine or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I really and he has the menacing scar. I like how intertwined the whole show is. Like, you know what I mean? He got uh-huh. the scar, and Saitama was there when it happened, and all this. Other- yeah, dude, Saitama is like the reason he is who he is. Yeah, all uh, all of the uh, I wouldn't say necessarily all of them, but a good fifty to ninety percent of the heroes that uh, King has gotten credit for uh, was due to Saitama, because uh, you see in his flashback, he's um, actually the um, purple Piccolo guy. Yeah. So you can see that he that King actually ended up getting uh, credit for him. Yeah, it's crazy. Thanks, Saitama. Well, and the Hero Association started because Saitama saved Butt Chin Boy. Butt Chin Boy. Mm-hmm. Which looks eerily similar to the young man that Garo hangs out with. Yeah, which I, when I first saw it, I thought that was him as well, but he doesn't have the chin he had, of buttliness. He had ass chin surgery removal. Yeah. Which is funny. I hate that little kid. I'm, I wish Crablante would have got him. <laughs> Crablante. Well, then that we wouldn't have the life. series. We wouldn't have the One Punch Man series. That's that's true. Yeah, be grateful. <laughs> be grateful that Menace Crablante was stopped. <laughs> He's the, he would have been an S class hero. Speaking of hero, Blizzard. Dude, when she fought Saitama, she came at him with a fucking razor blade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Fubuki, isn't that her name? Yeah, in Japanese. I, I like when she does... when. I love that whole episode in Saitama. He's like, you're not even that fast, Sonic. And he does the side <laughs> hops. <and it's... laughs> yeah. That was a serious, serious move. Uh, where we've only seen one other serious, series. Move, uh, which was in C- uh, season one, um, at, at the very end. So yeah, it was a serious, serious uh, killer move. Uh, serious sidesteps. <laughs> yeah, I dude, they're OP. So Shockwave. Mm-hmm. Too strong. Um, <laughs> I like though. Was... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Uh, I like though how when Hellish Blizzard is about to like attack him though. And she starts using ESP, and he refers back to when he is on the spaceship, and he's all like, 
<laughs> he's like, wow, you have uh, ESP? He's like, what are you going to do, throw pebbles at me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I liked how uh, it showed... There's a scene, I think in like the second or th- third episode, with uh, Sitch. He's that guy at the association. Mm-hmm. And he's mad because they spent two hours talking about the nicknames uh, Demon Cyborg and Caped Baldy, <laughs> but only 15 minutes talking about Garo or Gar- Gar- Garo. Caped Baldy. I love it. <laughs> that was actually foreshadowed in season one, of course. Uh, when yeah. he, uh, I think it's when he first uh, gets accepted, and I think Genos tells him that like later on they'll pick his superhero name. He's like, oh man, I hope I don't get stuck with something lame like Caped Baldy. Caped Baldy. Well, what do you know, Saitama? <laughs> I think we just didn't get enough Saitama. This, that's, I mean, everything else was great, but I still just miss my One Punch Man. <laughs> I do like how he, he fought Garo for like four. <laughs> yeah. What, are you trying to mug me? <laughs> <laughs> I think we definitely need to hear in a little bit do our favorite quotes. <laughs> I, I think the goldfish, the shit of the goldfish is my favorite. Dude, my favorite is a. Uh, let's just do that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> my favorite so far is <laughs> the tournament when Saitama or Charanko mm-hmm. fights uh, that. That guy who's like, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and the announcer is like, um, he's like, oh, no, he lost in one hit. His girlfriend even came to this. And so I was like, oh, no, I did a bad thing. And he's like, his girlfriend didn't show up. Safe. He's safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just I think. It's probably Sonic, and then like all the shit that comes afterwards. Like I'm pretty sure that Genos could take on Speed of Sound. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite, uh, one of my favorite quotes, uh, I think it was in um, episode two, um, and it's when uh, Speed of Sound Sonic does those mirror images uh, before he does his uh, Killer Move series series. And he goes, I've prepared the ultimate technique. And then uh, Saitama goes, nice, I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how like genuine he was. <laughs> he really is genuine about a lot of things. There's even uh, episode one. Uh, I think, Great person. Uh, like, like, I can't remember who they were fighting, but like they were on their way home. But of course, so Saitama wasn't uh, fighting, and it was all Genos. Um, and then Genos like did this punch, and his arm detaches, and he goes, "Wow, was that a rocket punch?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> wasn't it the that like that cyborg king? Yeah. Uh huh. Because yeah, he's like genuinely, <laughs> genuinely uh, interested in like Genos's new abilities. <laughs> yeah, because then he—that's when he uh, ends up like following King to his apartment, and yeah. um, uh, of course jumps up like thirty floor, floors uh, in, onto his balcony, and lets himself in. <laughs> I also like when uh, Moomin Rider and Charanko, Charanko, they're talking on the roof, mm-hmm. and 
Jericho's like, oh, I'm worried he might impersonate me. And Moomin's like, don't worry. He's a hero. <laughs> He'd never use a false identity. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, uh, did you notice the fighting style that he registered under? <laughs> the, like, seltzer yeah, rock? Fists of seltzer water on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, sour face. Oh my god. He's like, I'm only 20. <laughs> and then when he fights the wrestler guy, he's like, wow, he looks pretty tall, but I'm stronger. Maybe. And the wrestler's like, he has a really scary face. <laughs> so one scene that made me kind of sad. Uh, we hit a high, and now I want to hit us with a low. <laughs> okay. Um, tank top vegetarian... And Moomin Rider, I think, should be dead. No. They got the shit beat out of them. They shouldn't be dead because, um, and this is, uh, of course, uh, explained in, like, the second half of the season. Uh, It's that he uh, purposely uh, didn't kill anybody. He left them within, like, inches of their lives and let let them live. Every single one of them. No, I'm not saying that it's like an oversight because I I have that as a note about Goro that I don't think he's like he's not that bad. I don't think he ends up killing anybody though. He doesn't. He doesn't. He kill kills anybody. monsters. Well, yeah, yeah, the monsters that are right. No, people. I think he tries to kill one monster, but it's that like weird poopy thing. All right, the uh, the slime guy. Yeah, near the end. Like, he doesn't kill anyone, and it's like, he's not, he's just beating them. But what I'm saying is the way that he beat those guys, and, like, he's slammed Moomin's head into the fucking pavement. Multiple times. Yes. Yeah, like, dear God. I thought I was watching The Boys for a second. <laughs> um, I, but I, I'm pretty sure they definitely should die, but it, they're not gonna. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily he had his helmet on. <laughs> it's safety first. That's true. That's how you know he's a hero. It was the helmet of justice. <laughs> Dude, I like how there's so many different tank top brothers. I actually wrote them all down because I wanted to keep track of like all of the uh, tank top people that we see. So we end up seeing like a big group of them, but so I ended up changing the list to tank top people that have had lines so far. But here is the entire list of the tank top heroes. So at the at the top, of course, is tank top master who is an S class hero. We have come across a tank top tiger and tank top black hole uh, after the meteor. Um, and then, uh, of course, we end up seeing Tank Top Vegetarian when he was first defeated by Garo. And then we see him again when he brings everybody else with him. Uh, within that group has most of these, but not all of them. We also have Tank Top Rockabilly. Tank, <laughs> yeah. tank Top Jungle. Okay. Tank Top Al Dente. <laughs> tank top racer tank top girl 
tank top hatter, tank top swimmer, and tank top mask. That is the entire list of the tank top heroes crew. Dude, tank, like top girl. tank top out that day. I do. I like tank top out that day too. I like how tank top girl has nothing else identifiable about her. <laughs> girl. I just saw a, I saw a, I saw a picture of her, and it's all it is is just yeah, just a girl in a tank top. And yeah, I think she's like right? a I think she's like a mechanic too, but like yeah, that's it, that's it. The names oh. in this world are crazy. Later on, there is a major villain who, and this may change for the TV series. In the manga, his name is Black Sperm, and he is a very major. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> his ultimate form is called Golden Sperm. <laughs> He's named Homeless King. Dude, I think so far the best name has already been seen. Take top al dente. No, it's the fighter in the tournament, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> With his giant smothering killing technique. Of course it's going to be some huge fat guy. Dave. I I just love I just love the sense of humor in this show. It's so good. And they did so many good little um little scenes where they changed the animation style of Saitama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those were so good. I, I do have a question though. How strong do you think um a my mask is? Uh, I think he's pretty strong. Yeah, I think he's stronger than most S-class heroes. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's not stronger than Metal Knight, because I don't think Metal Knight does anything. Metal Knight is a chump. I wish there wasn't like 65 different knights in the S-class heroes. Yeah. Like Drive Knight and Metal Knight and Metal Bat and every other. Thank God. Well, the thing is, like, reason why I wanted to bring that up, because did you notice that he fucking killed Bill someone? He fucking five feet, like, five inch punches the dude. Oh, yeah, like, right into the dirt. Yeah, like, oh, puts, yeah. puts his fingers right up to their chest and then boom, right into a fist and just Head destroys gone. him. Um, It says, and I'm doing just a little bit of reading, it says that he is at this stage confident that he could beat Atomic Samurai in a fight without much Ooh. Push to talk. <laughs> oh, psh, I hate push to talk. Um, yeah, he can take on atomic atomic samurai, um, without a problem. Is that just what he thinks? Is he pretty? Just atomic pretty samurai says it too. Oh um, God! And then Fabuki, remember Fabuki is like you're strong Saitama, but you can't take on Sweet or a Maimon. Yeah. Like, she's convinced that he's stronger than Saitama. Well, she hasn't really seen much. That's true, but... She's, she's seen shockwaves. And, yeah. he's all, he's, and, and, that she, and that he's stronger than her. Yeah, but, I mean, she's seen those things and still thinks that it'll be a problem. So, I don't know. I, I know he's S-class, no problem. I think he's terrifying, because he's such a dick. Yeah. 
I think it's interesting what Jeno said in season one, where he seems like he is like an earlier version of Jeno's, just without the, and I'm paraphrasing, the guiding light of Saitama, or he's just ready <laughs> to snap. I love it. I think he, I don't know, I like him, I mask, but I think he does a really shitty job. It's like, he's kind of like the gatekeeper of Class S. Right? That's what he, right. his goal is, yes. Yeah. Well, Class S heroes, although they're strong, they kind of mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're not heroes. They're just Class S strong, strongos. Well, there's Same. even just the one kid that's just super smart. Like, why, yeah, why, why is he a hero? Why are you just like, oh, hey, just join our, like, our tech team or something? Like, Child King or whatever your name is? Yeah, Child King. Like, wow, like child why, king. why is big god? Yeah, big god's gross. Watchdog man, watchdog man, <laughs> watchdog man is is fit to be a S class hero. <laughs> why isn't it called watchdog man girl? <laughs> oh. Um, what else do I want to bring up? I have a ton of notes. We talked about um, how Garou kind of has a point where the monsters are. I, I, I agree the monsters are pretty cool and they do try hard to win, but at the same time, they're trying to do more often than not, I'll say, for the benefit of the doubt. They're trying to do bad things, like putting people in harm's way. So you can't really root for them. I don't know if you can root really for anybody who's not Moomin Rider, Saitama, and Genos. And Bang, yeah. I guess. But like, even Bang is like, let's go kill Garo. Well, he's got to be put down like a sick dog. It's not very hero like. Sometimes heroes get dirty. And I guess <laughs> well, we don't even know anything about Blast, the number one hero. Yeah. But the thing is, though, about, about Bang, though, it, his is more of because of the reputation of his dojo. Like, it, it's personal reasons why he went after um, Garo. And it's a little embarrassing that his student is now kicking ass. Exactly. That's why he's um, enlisted the aid of his brother to take him down. Bum. Do you know whose help they do need? Mm-hmm. Jotaro Dio <laughs> We need to watch that. Yeah, we do. We can find out all the different types of stand that Star Platinum is. I love this I love this meme so much. It's the same same type of stand as, as Star Platinum, but it just turns into a ship. <laughs> so what do you guys think about, about the uh the tournament? Uh, it's definitely not where I would have wanted it to go, but I think it's entertaining. I would say it's my least favorite part of season two. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it definitely has its moments and that were really fun and uh, entertaining. Uh, but as far as to me, I'm like, the part that like really just uh, uh, I wish would have... Uh, increased uh, my liking of season two was that the fights for Saitama were a little bit more where again when he gets to the tournament it's just him standing around while everyone else is fighting 
Yeah. I I guess I'm the minority here. I liked it because I like the whole we're looking at other characters. Because it's interesting to see how strong some of these, I don't want to say lower class heroes are, but like these lower class characters, how strong they are, what level they compete at, and then it just makes Saitama look so much stronger. Yeah. I mean, kind I of guess I can see that. And it's just nice. It's nice to see other people, I think. Yeah, I don't know how much longer we could have gotten the joke with. Oh no. He's so strong. Psych one. Yeah. But I'm with Anton. It's like just it's a couple not more. What I wanted. Like, I feel like if we kept the pacing that we had in the first season for season two, then it's like you're saying earlier. Like, all of this could have fit into six episodes, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't have any objective, again, like, with him going to uh, the uh, the tournament. But, like, uh, once it started, like, getting towards the end of the series and he's still at the tournament, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like... What is going on right now? Like this, that's where I really started to feel like okay, this isn't that much of uh, of a one punch man that I was uh, expecting. Uh, but of course, I mean, still good uh, nonetheless. But uh, but again, like it was just a little bit too much. Yeah, I can see that. I think too. Just like the pacing. I don't know. Like like I said, if this was season one. Three episodes is how long we spent on Boros. And we had three episodes with Saitama just hanging out at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Before he even like got to an interesting fight. But even then, like his most interesting fight in, in the tournament uh, was him trying to keep his pants up the entire time. Wow. Bad opinion. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Tyler. I think his most interesting fight was the battle of of words and wits he had with his first competitor, um, the guy with glasses, where Nothing. he's like, hey, are you an um, amateur? Withdraw now or I'll crush you without mercy. And then Saitama just looks at Sourface and he's like, no response? I don't know. I think I really the biggest like that battle. battle. That was clearly yeah. the biggest battle. You're in the minority. The biggest battle is the eating contest between Genos and Saitama. Oh. How foolish. How blind was I? You fool. The one thing that Saitama cannot keep up with. I thought it was... In- <laughs> I was getting kind of mad, speaking of the tournament. Genos, I felt like, was watching it for too long. <laughs> like, why wasn't he called sooner? He supports his master. Looks like Genos isn't a true hero. Sorry, bud. It's unfair. Sorry, sport, you, but you've done this yourself. Crap, I keep forgetting it's push to talk. Um, I had something really important to say, but it wasn't any of those things because I can't remember. Well, thanks for sharing. Thanks. I don't know. All in all, I think it's a really successful season so far. Yeah. Just doesn't quite reach the heights of the first. I do think Genos is doing a better job at like damage control, which is a big thing I harped on. 
Oh, I still don't think he he cares about collateral damage. Not at all. <laughs> I remember the first time that we see him actually do something, and he just, like, they go to the Tower of Evolution, and he just blows the whole building up. Just Yeah. Right it seems like with that fight, he had a speedo sonic sound, and Saitama's like, hey, don't blow up the neighborhood. I live here. Yeah. I'd like to think that he's like, oh, maybe people actually live in houses. Maybe I shouldn't just explode things. It keeps coming back to the heroes aren't very good heroes. No. Well, like, because there's no... Oh, no, I destroyed half of City A. There's no repercussions. The only repercussions are to the Heroes Association. Yeah, I think it's just because it's so commonplace. Yeah. Well, he's an S-class hero, so... S-class for sucky. I love Saitama. He's a good boy. <laughs> Why don't you marry him? Uh, he would wreck me. Dude. In the bedroom. I think he's a power bottom in the bedroom. It would send me into orbit. Like Hancock. I love that movie. So do we want to go through a little uh, quick review? of episodes yeah uh uh is someone else gonna do that uh i can i can yeah i got it pulled up okay cool yeah go ahead all right so episode one is return of the hero and that's when we first meet king and uh that was fun oh we've totally blown over one major point of the first six episodes they tried to recruit villains and and like uh, <laughs> that is true. We just blew right past that. Not which, yeah. which actually reminds me of one question that I really wanted to ask. That bird dude, is he really a monster or is he just wearing a bird suit? Dude, that scared me. Because <laughs> <laughs> his arm just pokes out of the, the the feathers and hands him like the, the invitation or pamphlet for the Monster Association and yeah. just absorbs right back in there. <laughs> I was like, a hand, a hand. <laughs> I think I, I think he's just a, a dude in a in a bird suit. <laughs> then how is he flying? Technology. We we don't know what sort of technology this world has. We've told right. you this last time. <laughs> they don't have trackers, but they have bird suits that actually fly. <laughs> How dumb! How dumb of me! <laughs> you fool! <laughs> So yeah, episode one, we meet King, we go back to his place, he cooks us dinner, we fall in love. The uh, association tries to recruit hero or villains, um, but spoiler, they don't wanna. Season or episode two is when we meet Hellish Blizzard, and we realize that wow, spoiler alert, she's not as strong as Really, anyone inside Thomas Circle? She's B rank. Yeah, she's bottom. She's poo poo, and it also kind of gives us insight into like how some of these, some of the heroes uh, and the rankings work. Where it's like we're trying to gang together, and it's a little more political than we wanted it to be. Some of us. 
Well, it's, it's crazy to me there's so much infighting in the Hero Association. Yeah, it's like, just be heroes, goddammit. It's more of like a popularity contest more than anything. Yeah. For a lot of them. But which I think just brings us back to these guys aren't that good heroes. Like, it's not a very good system they have in place. And it makes me, like I said, I, I'm curious about Blast. I really want to know what's going on with him. How is he number one if he's never around? He's busy. He's got big, um, big energy. He's got, you know, you know uh, people to do, things to see. Man. Big Blast energy. <laughs> He's here to kick gum and chew ass. <laughs> and he's all out of ass. <laughs> Dick, kick him. <laughs> Dick, kick him. <laughs> all right, season three is, I think, when we first meet. Episode Garou. three. Yeah, sorry. I keep saying season. <laughs> Episode three, we meet him. He's going to hero hunting. And he beats the shit out of Tank Top Master. Dude bad yeah which i mean is that a surprise really because like he said when he fought bat he's just a brute he can't really compete against a martial artist <laughs> Garo wrecks him it's yeah like almost embarrassing that's when i was like oh he's op which brings me to one of my uh quotes that i missed <laughs> is when he's talking to moomin writer in the hospital and he keeps on randomly giving people bananas oh <laughs> and well yeah, he, he puts them in like the most like uh the worst position like places too like um, on their legs <laughs> yeah um <laughs> but he's uh talking to uh, moon man rider and then um tank top uh uh, tank top master starts butting in and he just goes who's this guy who's butting into our conversation just like who cares about you yeah it's like that's kind of rude man it's like oh good for you here's a banana <laughs> oh here's a banana <laughs> okay, continue. like when he first brings them and they're like oh you brought us banana he's like no these are mine <laughs> but you can have one. Oh, they're for you okay <laughs> Oh, that must right, be hard. Episode, Here's a banana. <laughs> yeah. Episode four, Metal Bat goes OP. He has to protect the uh, a VIP and his son. And the VIP is contributing, I think, 7% of the total contributions <laughs> of the Hero Association. So he's a big deal. That is a lot of money. At least $7. You're not wrong. <laughs> and that's the same episode that Saitama enters the tournament then episode Whoa. 5 we see Sexy Succubus which I watched at work and I almost <laughs> regretted <laughs> I actually did, uh, did the same when I first watched the season and I was just like uh, maybe I should watch a different anime at the moment <laughs> yeah I was like um it's on my phone. No one's going to come over. <laughs> Roll on the dice on that one. Brave of you. But that episode, we have the monsters like coordinating their attacks. And they're also, I think, a good quote. It's not my favorite quote, but it's a quote we should mention. Um, when they're fighting that uh, static shock guy. 
with his batons. The monsters are like, wow, you know, these type matchings really do make a huge difference because we're just like um, tiger ranked monsters. And they're beating a class A like pretty easily. Yeah, the whole whole system doesn't make any sense to me. It's just like power levels. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. At all. Oh my god, dude. I don't want to get started. I tried to explain that to I think Dustin. That power levels don't mean anything. He's like, well actually. Dustin's a big nerd who loves numbers. Yeah. They don't mean shit. Toriyama came out and said it himself, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. Go ahead. These don't mean anything either. Yeah. No, they don't. I'm pretty sure it's just like how hyped up a monster gets, I guess. Uh, I think it's a property damage thing more than it's anything else. Yeah. Yeah. The threat level. It's just determined on how much damage you're gonna do. Yeah, not like they're so strong this'll happen. Yeah. They're as strong as a tiger. That's pretty fucking weak. Alright, and the final episode is Genos, I think, is when it's is that that's the episode where we finally see Genos start fighting the monsters and people are like, oh my god, he really is a demon. And he's like going to town. But then we see his ass get kicked for a second. And then it I it's gonna lead on into uh the next the next uh part. Cause we see a mysterious person walking back towards the uh tournament and that end end episode scene. Ooh, mm. who could it be? Alright. Dun dun dun. Spoiler, it's me. Alright. Alright, so I guess we uh, should uh, just uh, wrap this up then, I take it. Yeah, let's wrap it up, folks. <laughs> all right. That, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for, uh, for watching uh, as well. Uh, remember to go ahead and check us out on all of our social medias. Uh, you can find us um, at C Watching Pot on Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, it's Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash continue watching, um, as well as um, on YouTube.com, again, just continue watching. Uh, you can go ahead and check us out on there. Uh, we'd like to hear from you, so please tweet at us, review us, and give us feedback. So we want to know what you guys are liking, and so we can continue on uh, providing you with content that you like. Um, and that's pretty much it. So uh, look forward for part two of One Punch Man uh, coming soon. And uh, thank you for continuing watching. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks.